Direct from Montreal, Canada, this is Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. Welcome to this very special edition of a Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. You wanted the best and you are about to get the best. Here is my full unedited interview with a KISS manager, Doc McGee. The band, of course, is on their end of the road tour and this was opening night of the U.S. 2020 leg of the tour. Also featured David Lee Roth opening up. And so without further ado, here is the one, the only, manager extraordinaire, Doc McGee. We are in New Hampshire for the start of the Kiss David Lee Roth tour. Speaking with manager Doc McGee. Doc, let me ask you this. I'm going to go out just real simple. What makes Kiss the greatest show on earth? I I think it's just because we have a great family show. We have Fire, Blood, and Explosions, yep. which fits everybody in the audience. Um, you know, the guys have always been one of these, you know, not saying how great it is and all that kind of stuff. It just is a very powerful, uh, non-pretentious, not... Um, you know, they're not trying to throw their views of, you know, politics or uh, a way of life or how you should be. This is just, you come here, you have fun, you see these superheroes on stage that whether you're six or 60, uh, you you connect with. And um, it's just one of those must-see shows. Whether you like Kiss or not, whether you like their music or not, is irrelevant. Yeah. It's uh, some people love every word, and some people come because it's just a spectacular show. So, um, and they've kind of always been like that. They, I think, you know, Gene and Paul have always said when we got together, we wanted to be the band that we wanted to go see. Right. So, this is it. This is what you get. Yeah, and, and I mean, this is my fourth show on the end of the road. I'm up, up to like 45 shows in my life, and I, I keep coming back for more. First leg of the tour in North America, you had uh, David Garibaldi opening. Now you've got David Lee Roth. Talk to me about that addition and what he brings, because obviously Van Halen, he's got that whole... This, you know, listen, we've I've always been a good packaging guy, you know, from... Bon Jovi and Cinderella to Rat to, to everybody to Guns N' Roses with Motley Crue with you know it goes on and on and on, but you know, and David Garibaldi was awesome because yes. you know it wasn't a band, right. but it was really entertaining for people to see this guy paint the way he did. It was very entertaining, very and went over huge, and um, so we were sitting one day and. An agent had called me about David Lee Roth in South America. And I thought, David Lee Roth? And I was thinking, I'm going, the last time I saw David was just Van Halen. And then he did a Sam and Dave thing for two minutes. And and then I don't believe he did anything except for his first record that he came out and he did with Steve I and everybody. Right. But I've always been a huge Van Halen fan, number one. And I'm not a big fan of a lot of things. Right. You know, uh, but I can say that I was a Van Halen fan. Okay. And uh, still am, actually. Um, because there were four stars in the band. 
it wasn't like there was one guy that that did everything. Right. Michael Anthony was as important as David Lee Roth. Agreed. And I mean, Alex Van Halen and so and Eddie, deservedly all of them were stars. And I thought that was an amazing feat for a rock band. So um, all of a sudden, here comes David Lee Roth into the picture, and I go. So I call his manager up, and I said, "Listen, I got these dates, and um, what do you think?" And uh, she says, "Well, he wants to do it." I said, "If you're going to do it, let's just go do it." And so, you know, talked to the guys, and of course, you know, the connection with Gene doing their demos, you know, years forty ago. years ago or whatever, uh, to today, uh, that I'm what I'm like you were sitting there listening to the band play Jump and, and uh, you know, Panama, Panama and all the rest of them, I was sitting there going, fuck, this is cool. I get to see this happen, right? Yes. So I think that that's a, a great package for the kids, yeah. you know. And, well, and for the older ones, I mean. <laughs> well, for kids. But, but, you know, nowadays with Spotify and with all, and, and, you know, Amazon and everything else that's out there and these kids listen to everything. And they listen to classic rock, especially. Yep. And so, uh, and they don't have to borrow their brother's uh, CD player or, uh, you know, cassette tape. They don't need the boombox. They don't have to go find it in order to play it. Now they just go on their phone and go Van Halen or Kiss or something, and, and they get to hear these songs. So it's amazing when I see Kiss shows and I watch these kids, and they're singing every song. And you go... How would a 14-year-old or 8-year-old or a 10-year-old or a 16-year-old or a 25-year-old know any of these songs? It's because of the Internet. And so I just thought, what a great package. And um, so we were already up on sale. We were already out. And Garibaldi was going to do this. Then he couldn't do it, the first part. So then I just got David to to do it all. And, and I think this will be our first night. And uh, from listening to the the band play, which was really good, um, I think this is going to be another dimension for the fans to say, "Wow, what a great package!" You know, I got I got more than my money's worth because that's what we try to do. We try to give the, the kids a you know three times the amount of value for their you know for their buck because yeah. it's hard. It's, these kids have to put their money out. These people have to put their money out and come and see us and pay parking and all the other shit that they have to pay so you you have to give them something and i think i think with this is a great little little gift for them it is Let, let's talk about packaging there's a lot of packages out there you've got molly crew with def leppard doing the stadium tour you've got night ranger going out with white snake and sammy hagar kiss for the most part has stayed the headliner and it's a kiss show it's right. not the package tour the stadium no. tour Talk to me about that concept and why Kiss is able to go out there without having to be one of four or one of five, and they can still just be the main act. Well, you know, Kiss has never been good. We don't play in the sandbox very well with other bands because, you know, with our pyrotechnics and the way that that we do our stuff, to do a Kiss show is very hard to follow or to try to upstage because it's all about staging it's all about production it's all about bigness so 
if you're if you're trying to you can one up you can one up us on a song you can one up us on you, you i wrote a song that's sold more records than than you did and it was bigger on the charts and it's on uh in the elevator when you come in and you're not but you're not going to come out and not produce us in the show no you're not <laughs> that ain't gonna happen so so it's just so that's why it's very difficult and it's difficult for other bands to say they want to play with us because they they're you know they they may come out in gym shoes and and uh, t-shirts and and play hit songs, okay. But when we're out there blowing fire and the shit that we blow up and and the flying and the, everything else that we do, it's just it's just a different thing. It's like. It's like my piano may be up for an Academy Award because it's a great art film, but everybody goes to see the Marvel the movie. Marvel yeah. movies, you know what I mean? So it's it's art versus entertainment, and we're entertainers, yeah. which is what we love. So let me ask yeah. you: we we've announced, or the band has announced, that the last show is going to be in New York in 2021. Is that just sort of a feeling that you have, or is that sort of set in stone? And because if the tour goes well, and with David Lee Roth it goes well, do you see your, you know, if you get an offer from South America that says, hey, come in 2022 to play Rock and Rio, do you sort of say, no, we, we're, we're set in stone on this one? Listen, I doubt things will ever change. Right. But shit happens all the time. Of course. But from what we believe today, um, that this is the end of the road, certainly for Gene and Paul. Okay. Will there be things of Kiss, movies, Broadway shows, whatever? Everybody's talking about them. It's not going to happen yet. But as far as a touring base, as far as going out and doing shows, no. Okay. That, that's that's not going to be any tours with Gene and Paul. Okay. So... In essence, that's the end of the road for for, for, these, for, Gene, for, these for, guys. for Gene and Paul, for sure. There's a lot of talk, and especially in the fan base, that, oh, maybe at this final show, some of the past family members will come back and pick up a guitar or, or you know, throw out well, the first pitch kind of thing. I, I can tell you that, that Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley have no problem with anybody right. in the history of the band to come out and be part of the celebration of the end of KISS. Whether they want to or not, whether they feel like they should have been here from the get-go or whatever, that's up up to them. But everybody's kind of been invited. How are we going to do it? You don't know because it's, I'll tell you, you you say that, but then what do you do? You have two cat men up there, you got... Right. Two, two, well, two it. people in makeup here, and two, two people in there, or you can't wear makeup. Oh, that's my, that's my character. Right. You can't do that. You know, you know. So, or gets, even with Bruce Kulick, you have three guys on a stage with makeup and one without. You know, well, that's kind of strange looking too. So you're, yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so it that creates a lot of uh, problems. But we celebrate them every night. Yeah. Ace, Absolutely. Peter, everybody else on the video screens. Yep. We do it every night here because that is Kiss. Of course, that's a piece of history. That's Peter, Chris, 
and Ace Freely were a huge influence on this band. And without them, Kiss wouldn't have even gotten here. I can tell you that. But with them, they couldn't still be here. Yes, <laughs> that's, it's that's, absolutely true. That's pretty much how it works, you know. Uh, but it's but they deserve the recognition. They were there. They were. Bill Coyne was a huge part of this band. Mm-hmm. It was a huge part of this band, and God us his soul. And Neil Bogart uh, and Sean. And Neil Bogart and Sean and all those guys yeah. were huge in this. You know, the, they're the ones that, that before the zeros, before there was money and there was, before there was anything else, it was the passion and the creativity that they had in marketing and promotion that got to band to where it came to me 25 years ago. So let me ask you a couple more questions before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as a fan myself... I want some kind of memento when this is all over, you know, in a live five, a DVD, a something, a box, just something to say, got one more thing to hold on to. Any plans to do some kind of compilation live album or box set or anything just to say, here you go, folks? Have we ever not done that? Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking, right? <laughs> okay. So, so we're not one to leave people without having right. a little momentum Got to go home. In that wallet over we, here. We definitely don't do that. So, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be plenty of opportunity. Great. And then I'll finish with this. Uh, the the online Kiss world has been tweeting out, or Gene and and Kiss about a movie, Kissery, or some yeah. kind, coming out. I guess in the fall. Uh, Right. Well, there's two things. We have a documentary that, right, that documentary. we have a documentary that we're doing right now, and we're in the middle of working on a Kiss biopic. Oh, great! So, more news will come of that. Is it affiliated to any of the services yet? Or no, no, okay, no. It's um, it's scripted. It's uh, I can tell you, it's with Mark Canton. Oh, right. So he's a great, great producer. Uh, and a really good guy, and the team that we're putting together right now, we have directors and stuff, and and now, hopefully in the next week, we'll have a company behind it, and we'll start finishing the script, and hopefully by the time we end, we'll have a movie finished for... Whatever streaming service or whatever movie. For whatever we're going to do, we'll be at the end of... uh, you know, in See? July of next year. So it's a great investment to be a Kiss fan. It keeps paying dividends. <laughs> well, hey, they've supported the Kiss fans have supported this, and I t- I say this to nausea. Okay, I'm writing a book. I'm doing all kinds of stuff. I do interviews all the time, mm-hmm. and I've managed arguably the biggest bands in the world. Of course, Motley Crue, Bon Jovi, Guns N' Roses for a couple ever, of years. Ever, all all that stuff forever, and. I've never seen fans like this. I've never seen uh, people that are vested, mm-hmm. as vested in something like they do with Kiss. Um, emotionally, uh, financially, they have, I don't know how many times I could tell you I hear, I am the biggest Kiss fan in the world and I have the biggest collection of Kiss yep. shit in the world. And they, I see photos and pictures and families, and it's 
that's, you know, like you would see for the Green Bay Packers or, yeah. you know, in your town. Well, you pass it down, right? right? You right. pass down the T-shirt and the CD collection. And, and it's, but, it's, so, but you see that in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yep. You see that in New England for, yep. for the Patriots, yep. Miami, all this. And those groups of heavy fans have that. And we have that all over the world. It's mind-boggling. It is. Yeah, it's mind-boggling. And you'll you'll see them sometimes argue online, but I've always said they're not really arguing. They're just passionate. They're passionate. This is the favorite guitarist, and that's the favorite drummer, and that's the, the best song. And <laughs> the, it's really crazy. And we do, you know, this is our this will be our tenth Kiss cruise. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Ten Kiss cruises. I've been on all of them, and to sit there with these people for five days, five full days, and I talk to them all day long, right. and I speak to them, and I, I'm on. Yeah, you know, I do a session. I'll ask Doc, and, and I'm with him all the time and talk to him. And you really understand that this is their way of life. They, they you know, Kiss is kind of like to see him. They've seen him a hundred times. Or, mm-hmm. I've said, how many times have you seen him? 150. I've said, how many times have you seen him? 45. I've said, how many yeah. times have you seen him? 90 times. And so you, they, but we're just the background music to their party. But when you're on the Kiss Cruise, not like any other cruise that you would go on, because when you go on a cruise with your family or whatever, you've got 3,000 people or 4,000 people on there that all have different agendas. Right. On the Kiss Cruise, they all have the same agenda. It's to celebrate them being fans of Kiss. Yes. Not just, not just Kiss. No. Kiss is just Kiss. Right, and Kiss does a couple of shows and there's other 22 hours. They get to film. do that, yeah. But the rest of the time, they get to meet people from Argentina. Thirty-three countries are in that on that cruise, and they all talk to each other all year. And this is their like going to camp. Yeah. So it's awesome. It's it's really it's unexplainable to be honest with you. It's unexplainable. Something that we both have to experience once, right? We got to get out there. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Well, thank you, Doc. Always a pleasure. You got it. Always. Thank you. Great. Awesome. Cool. This has been Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. For more exclusive content and interviews, subscribe on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, and many more. Follow Mitch on all the socials, especially Twitter at Mitch LaFon and on Instagram at Mitch underscore LaFon. Get your Mitch merch now at loudtracks.com slash Mitch.